Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff form going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgreens, Bill Belichick, where all students of Bill Walsh don't ever forget. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the 49er Faithful UK show. It's week five and we face the Dolphins at Levi's on Sunday at a more respectable kickoff time. On tonight's show, I'm joined by Najee Karar and Kieran Walton. Good evening, fellas. Good evening. You all right? So, Kieran, I believe you are from the same neck of the woods as uh, myself. Do you want to tell everyone where you're from, how long you've been a Niners fan and why you chose the 49ers? So, um, yeah, from Newcastle, just like yourself, uh, about eight years, I think it's been now, been supporting them. Um I actually started supporting them over a flip of a coin. It was the a couple of days before the Super Bowl lost to the Falcons. And I think it was like a heads or tails of who I was going to support. And I went for the Niners. Well, you got a decent team there. I mean, you, you looked out <laughs> there. That that was the Super Bowl loss to the Ravens. Uh, we beat the Falcons in the NFC Championship game that year. But yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you looked out there. We've got plenty of history um, as an organisation. Um, obviously, unfortunately, when you started following the 49ers, we really only had um, maybe the one more good year before things started to go downhill for three or four seasons. Um, but luckily enough, we've turned a corner now and we're looking a lot better than what we were under Chip Kelly and Jim Tonsula. Yeah. Yeah. The dark days. <laughs> yeah, very dark days indeed. Okay, so we coming up against the Miami Dolphins, uh, the one and three on the season. The only team that beat is the Jags, and to be honest, they didn't really beat the Jags. The Jags beat themselves. I, I sat and watched that game, and uh, Gardner Minshew was pretty horrendous that game. Um, much the same as Nick Mullins last Sunday. It was that <laughs> kind of performance. Um so yeah, they're coming in one and three. To be honest, when you look at the roster, to me, they don't have anybody that really stands out other than Devontae Parker. Um, and obviously, Fitzmagic, depending on how you catch him, he's the type of quarterback that every now and again he has a fantastic game. And no, now look, after last week's game against um, the Eagles, his fantastic game will be against us. I'm hoping it's not. But his support and cast aren't particularly good. What would he make of the Dolphins, Naji? Uh yeah, it's gonna be it's a bit if I feel like every game we're playing now is kind of a trap game and this one is definitely one. Um I think they're really well coached. I think they're they're actually a better team than they look. Um but I agree. Uh are we gonna get Fitzmagic or are we gonna get Fitzpatrick? That's the uh I think that's gonna be a big um a big decider on what's going to happen Sunday. Um, yeah, I sort of agree. I think the roster isn't as bad as 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 you say. Um, Devante Parker is obviously um, a, a good one, but they've got a good defense. You know, they've got Calvin Noy and um, they've got a, a bunch of guys from the uh, from the Patriots when they were good because of the head coach. Um, they've got Matt Breida. We know what he can do. Um, they've got a few explosive players that um, 
gadget players, as they call, like Lynn Bolden Jr., who um, they traded from the Raiders to get. Um, so they, you know, I think, I, I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a weird game. I can see, I can see this game going either way. But I agree with you. I think they, they haven't looked good so far, but they also haven't really played um, any good defense. They played uh, the Seahawks, the Jags. Um, and they were really tired with the Seahawks until late in the game last week. Um, they got blown up by the Patriots, which is probably the best team they they played. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. Um, I I do believe our defense, which is ranked third in the country uh, in passing defense, is going to be good enough um, to uh stifle the magic and and get fitzpatrick back in there and, and and get a few turnovers in the game going our way we get a few players uh key players back i think dre greenlow witherspoon is going to play um and then obviously we're going to talk about on offense um getting jimmy and most out back uh it's, it's going to make a big difference um i'm looking for us to to bounce back because we know that the schedule after this game is getting a little bit tougher. Um, not that it's not tough before that. Uh, they're all in FL teams at the end of the day. But uh, we absolutely need to uh, erase that Sunday night game and put a good show and, and go about the next five weeks uh, on a positive note. Otherwise, it's going to be difficult. Um, what do you think, Karen? What do you think the key match is going to be? I think it's going to be really see how Jimmy can actually do. I mean... He hasn't really been in full participation for the training this season, like this week, but busy to see what he can do, see if this O-line can strengthen up a bit. I mean, you know, they've got Christian Wilkins, who I think is an amazing player. And like, yeah, I think it's going to be see if, really see if this O-line can step it up before we start reaching, you know, the, the motorway, of, motorway of the season. So when you look at the Dolphins' uh, defense, I, I know you think they've got a good defense, uh, Naji. That they may have had players who have performed in the past, but this season the Dolphins' defense are ranked twenty seventh overall. Um, I don't think they're anything special. Certainly not this season. That they're allowing one hundred and twenty five yards per game rushing, and they actually rank last in yards per reception allowed. Um, obviously, that's great news for us because of the way we play. Um, obviously, this game is going to be the first game that we have Jimmy, Debo, Ayuk, Kittle and Bourne all playing at the same time. As well as that, we've also got our starting running back back, Mustard. So I'm expecting huge things from the offence in this game against this defence. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. At least from our point of view, it's going to be a high-scoring game. And I am really excited to see Jimmy throw the ball around a bit, see see what we can really do. Once we get more turned on, on offense. Yeah, I think I, I agree. I don't think they're necessarily a good defense, but I think the players have gone in there are veteran and know the game enough that if the game is close, if uh, we give them any hope, um, they will be able to maybe make something. And um, we've talked about how our offensive line seems to be struggling. I, I think there's especially struggling towards ends of the game. And I think last week has shown quite a lot. Maybe, maybe they're getting tired uh, a bit more than they should do. But um, yeah, I've, I, 
I'm, I'm, that's why I say I'm hoping for a good outing. I'm hoping for us to put a good performance and, and a ton of points. Um, not because we can, um, because I, obviously I believe we can. We've we've always been down the, the yak boys um, out there. I, I absolutely believe that they, they can't stop us. But as for the morale, I think the last week has been so deflating after two ex- exceptionally well, you know, good week. Uh, apart from the injury front in New York, which we, it was hard coming out of New York with positives, and we managed to do that, and then to throw it all away on one game was such a disappointment. I think this week has to be um, put us back on the map and saying, "Oh, these, these Niners guys," because nobody's talking about us anymore um, as contenders. So I think I think this is the chance, Jimmy back and, and everybody and Kyle to to call a good game and and just put a lot of points and enter. Week six with full confidence because we're going to need that. Do you not think it's a good thing that people aren't talking about us anymore, so we can slip under the under the radar? It seemed to be working last year, didn't it? And it, nobody nobody believed in us until even even when we got to the Super Bowl, nobody believed we we could have won it, and, and we came so ever ever so close to to win that game so yeah it could be a good thing um i don't think it makes any difference to the players i think they play 100 percent no matter what um but it, it's nice not to hear about jimmy controversy and whatever uh, in the news because the niners have a reputation of getting bashed every time we're a little bit good um i think the the you know dynasties like the cowboys and the, the patriots and the niners now and Every time these guys are good, they, they get a lot of enemies because they've beat a lot of people over the years and people still remember all those those losses. So, yeah, no, I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, but I like I like being on the map as well. I think we're probably one of the best teams in the, in the league when we play well and we need to show it. Yeah, so we're getting a lot of players back for this game. Obviously, um, Jimmy's coming back, Mustard's coming back, Greenlaw looks as though he's going to be playing again. Um, Spoon, he's been limited in practice, but I would expect that he suits up on Sunday and plays off, opposite Verrett. Out of all those players that are coming back here, and who do you think is going to have the biggest impact on the team? Personally, I think Jimmy, maybe. Definitely Jimmy being back. You know, we've, we've missed with starter. Let's be honest, every team needs the, the starter quarterback. But I also think most of uh, I really like Mostert as a running back, and I think he's going to be brilliant being back. I'm glad you said that. So th- there's an interesting stat that um, when we've had Mostert on the team, we've averaged 152.5 yards per game. Without him, we only average in 104 yards a game. So I, th- I think that's a huge difference to the offense. And while you're right, Jimmy's going to have a huge. Uh, part to play I don't particularly think he's going to have a bigger impact than Mostert coming back because let's face it last week was absolutely garbage from Mullins but that was one game one game where he's turned up and he's played utterly garbage he could have easily come in against the Dolphins and had the same sort of game against the Jets or the Giants Um, so I think Mostert based off that stat alone I think that is going to be pivotal to how well we play on offense on Sunday. Yeah, because it's not just him coming back, isn't it? It's just depth, um, which 
when when you rely so much on on, on establishing a run game, when when you only have two, really two, because Jamaica ASD, I don't think is is ready yet. Um, so you, you only have Wilson Jr. and and uh, and McKinnon running the ball. When it comes to the you know the end of the third quarter, the fourth quarter, and and you've run seventy snaps, your legs aren't as fresh as if you have three, four people. And I think I think that's one of the strengths we had, and I think that's what Kyle Hart likes to have three, four running backs because you can have somebody that's pretty much fresh um, in the third and can plant his foot in the ground and and run at twenty three miles an hour when the defense is a little bit tired. And I think I think you're right. I think. I think most of the back is going to make a massive difference for us. But um, I hope he's right. I hope he's not rushing uh, to be back too soon um, and, and hurts himself again and then, you, you know, uh, miss him again for a, an extended period of time. But, yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it's going to be like, an extra 50 yards in a game is, on, on average, is, is crazy. It's a crazy start to have. But we talked about it. I think McKinnon is still kind of, trying to understand the scheme and, you know, being at the pace of the game. He hasn't played a game in two years and that's his, that'll be his fifth game in two years, you know. So I think he was still looking for the right timings, the right holes, the right way to play. And I don't think he had found that. And Mustard is clearly super comfortable back then. Um, and and I'm expecting him to maybe not break a, a big one again, although I'll, I'll take it absolutely, but um, to have a good game, uh, absolutely. So as far as our defence is concerned, um, we've been fairly, what's the word, we've been fairly consistent throughout the yeah. season. Um, cornerback play has been a lot better than what anybody imagined it was going to be this season. Um, and, and that's despite a lot of injuries that we've had. However, this coming Sunday, we are going to be stretched a little bit again. Um, we're going to have possibly Spoon coming back in and Verrett. Other than that, all of our other recognised cornerbacks are injured. Um, Sherman's still on IR. Mosley hasn't even uh, practised this week. Second week running with concussion. Um, Dante Johnson. Dante Johnson's out. He's been ruled out for Sunday night. So it's it's looking very bare in the defensive back room. Karen, do you want to weigh in? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the way it will go on, though, it's, it is literally a next man up, and the next man up is literally just stepping in and doing quite well. I mean, I think the best thing is we do have one of the best defensive coordinators in the league. Personally, I don't think we'll have him much longer, but I think <laughs> definitely, you know, the whole next man up, everyone knows the role. It's almost like a Bill Belichick, do your job kind of thing. Yeah, I think I've, I'm looking forward to it because it's a it's a great challenge for Verrett, um, finally playing against um, a very good, very very good um, wide receiver. I think he's we, we play his own defense, right? So Verrett's going to slot straight into what Sherman uh, is doing, which is taking the widest part of the field. Um, so he's not going to be man up on Davante Parker all the time, but I expect them to be quite a bit. But yeah, we rank. We, we, we rank third defense uh, in a country um, and, and 12th passing. Um, I think that's one of the key matchups. I think if we can stifle their pass or their, their passing and, and keep Parker and, 
and Gesicki to to minimum yards, which, which I believe we can. You, you know, I, I talked about it last week, uh, this week rather uh, on on Tuesday night uh, on the preview. Our defense is geared to stop the big play. So if we can keep everything in front of us and and tackle and rally and you know make sure they make the mistakes and not us, I think we'll be all right. But uh, let's not sleep on on Parker. I think uh, Landry always always had the the flair and and that when he was in Miami. But I think Parker has always been the best the best wide receiver, and I think he's probably one of the the top five, maybe top six uh, in a country. So that's going to be a a bit of a challenge. But I'm I'm sure we're up for it. So um, um, yeah. So so far through the first four games of the season. Fitzmagic has thrown five interceptions. And that's pretty much on par with kind of what we've expected, come to expect from him. Um, he can have the odd uh, brilliant game and throw a touchdown after touchdown. Hopefully that's not going to happen Sunday. And interestingly enough, we've only allowed three touchdowns through the air this season, which I think is uh, pretty good as well. Um, I think we've allowed five touchdowns on the ground this this season so far so our ground game or our ground defense Russian defense isn't as good um, but yeah I think there's going to be some opportunities there for the likes of Fred Warner in the center definitely if he's covering off Kaziki uh, the tight end to potentially tag in another interception this week yeah let's hope so um, my hope is that we can make Fitzpatrick look so bad that uh, the coaches are thinking about putting Tua in um, and and see what the, the rookie can do because that would be that would be amazing for us having a first year starter first start first game in after you know if it's abysmal for them I think that that'll be a good good omen for us but yeah yeah absolutely it's a good it's another good matchup um, for for Warner and Alexander um, but I think they, they did a fine job last week covering Ertz I don't think he did very much in that game. Um, I don't think the Eagles did very much in that game uh, at, at all. If it wasn't for Mullins, I think we would have won that game fairly easily. <laughs> still very bitter, still very bitter yeah, about but it. But without a shadow of a doubt, it's pretty much like the Dolphins' one win of the season. They didn't really yeah. win it, the Jags threw it away. Just yeah, as yeah, we yeah. handed that one win to the Eagles, their first win Absolutely. of the season. But I don't think Gesicki is as good as Ertz. Um, I mean, he's getting there. He's getting better and better about by the year, it was a good. It was it was getting there last year, and I think Ertz is on a decline. So they might be on the on the same level. Um, yeah, he's currently yeah, ranked it, sixth out of all tight ends. Yeah. that's pretty good, you know. Um, so yeah, it'll it'll be a good matchup. But uh, as I said, I think um, Dion Jordan's going to play uh, a bit more, and now that Ansa is on IR with with a biceps tear. Um, I think he's going to have a little bit of a revenge in him, uh, you know, sticking it to the, to the team that drafted him and let him go. So, um, yeah, it'll, it'll be an interesting game. But after last week, I think we'll, we'll all be afraid that the same kind of vibe happens and 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 we lose again. But I don't think I don't think so. So I think, I think it's we, probably is a good game for Dion Jordan to to get that revenge. Yeah. Um, the Dolphins have just lost their. Rookie left tackle Austin Jackson this week to IR. Um, they've got a rookie right guard Solomon Kindley. He's um, I think he's been limited in practice this week. He's got a bad foot, injured foot. So it's it's good that 
obviously they've lost the starting left tackle. That's always good, and who, regardless of who you're playing against, if they're losing the left tackle. Um, the fact that their O-line looks as though it's beaten up a bit, yeah, that bodes well as well. Um, as far as the other side of the ball, I don't think the Dolphins are anywhere near as good as the uh, the Eagles as far as their defensive line is concerned. And the Eagles' defensive line was just scarily quick. Um, I don't think we'll have that problem from the Dolphins. That's not to say that they don't actually get the job done. Um, they've got, I think, nine sacks on the season already, which is one more than what we have. So it's not as though they're not getting to the quarterback and causing pressure. But then again, you have to have a look at the types of teams that they've actually played. The, the Jags, the Jags were just inviting pressure all game long. So while I'm saying they're getting the job done, they're getting the job done against teams where... They should. Yeah, yeah they should do. Yeah. Yeah. So looking looking forward from this game... What do you want to get out of it? Or what should we be wanting to get out of it? Other than, um, obviously, the win. I mean, the, the, the win goes without saying. Performance-wise. Try to get out there uninjured, really. Um, get the win. Hopefully, you know, keep everyone as fit as we can. Because the last thing we want is, you know, another couple of injuries. Uh, keep everyone fit. Keep sharp. Maybe... Try and tighten up that O-line a bit. I mean, that O-line well, has been a bit soft in the past couple of games. So really, use this as a game to sharpen them up, tighten them up, you know, get them in all strong. Do you not think that this game is maybe a game where we should be looking to make some sort of a statement on offence, especially coming up against the Dolphins? Yeah, I mean, any win I would take. But I mean... I mean, we've got the Rams and then I, I don't know the last time what, we don't have a losing record team until Washington in December so I think making a statement here is would be good maybe give a bit of fiat of the Rams you know yeah I'll say that I think I think this is perfectly to make a statement um, even even if it's not just for the league and, and it's, it's for us right I'm sure we didn't envision to be 2-2 two and two. Coming into this game, I'm pretty sure we we would have been happy at three and one, and probably the goal was four and four and zero, oh, you know. But it is what it is. Uh, we're two and two, but if we enter the Rams and we're two and three, um, every game is basically going to be, you know, a, a playoff game for us after this, and it's going to be very very difficult for us. It's going to be an uphill battle to catch. Uh, the, the Seahawks and, and the Rams after this. So we we have to, to get the game. I've said it every podcast so far. The, the NFC West is not going to be forgiving this year. Uh, any loss is going to be rough to to climb back. I mean, the Seahawks have already fought 4-0, so you know, we're two games ahead. Even if we beat them twice, we still have uh, to win an, an extra game to, to go ahead of them, basically. Uh, so... Yeah, I think statement, but it's more a get-right game. We need to. It needs to look good. It needs to look comfortable. I don't mind if it's if it's close game, but you know, it, we feel confident and and it was a an easy victory. You know, it's never easy, but it, I think that, I think that's where it needs to be because the schedule is rough coming up, and 
if we have no confidence as well as all the injuries, then it's going to be a, an uphill battle. Yeah, definitely. Right, predictions. So the 49ers are massive nine-point favourites for this game, no, understandably no. so. Mm -hmm. The over-under is 51.5. So predictions. I'll let you go first, Najee. Okay, um, I think with Jimmy Buck, with Ayuk, with Debo, with Kittle playing the way he is, clearly he's 100%. With Mostard back, I don't see how we don't score more than 35 points. Um, I, I think the Yak boys uh, and, uh, and Jimmy back there are just going to finally blossom and, and wreak havoc. So I'm going to say it's going to be a good game for our defense and we're going to stifle Fitzpatrick and not Fitzmagic. Uh, I'm going to say 38-13. Yeah, that's a fairly comprehensive 49ers win. Yeah. How about you, Kieran? Well, I predict mine earlier, and it's quite similar. So I've went for a 31-10 win to us. I think they'll, I think they'll get one Russian touchdown, and I think it'll be Breda. <laughs> and then... That would uh, be quite it, cool. It would be, actually, yeah. So I am actually going to go for a slightly larger victory. Oh, okay. Well, slightly larger victory than the one you've gone for, Naji. So I actually think we'll stick 45 on them. Oh, wow. So I'm going to go 45-16. If Jimmy was fully fit, I would say that, but I'm not sure if we're going to rush him back that quick. We might take it slow a bit. I think I think Mullins, I think even if Mullins is in there and Jimmy is in the hundred percent, I think I think we can. Our offense, our weapons are too potent to to not score that many points. It's possible we can score forty five. I'm expecting a. Are you expecting a couple of picks pick sixes or maybe a fumble for a touchdown or something like that in Delhi? Not necessarily. I, th I think our offense is so. Is so strong now. Obviously, this is the first time we've actually had them all on the field together, yeah. all the starters. I'm, I'm just that confident in their mm -hmm. ability to just rip the Dolphins apart that I think even with a, a half-fit Jimmy Garoppolo, it's just going to be great to watch. I just think it is. We've got Debo, we've got Ayuk, we've got Bourne, we've got Kittle there, we've got Mustard in the backfield. I, I, I just can't wait to see this offense yeah. with, yeah, with Jimmy directing it all. Um, and the O-line have got something to do as well uh, coming off Sunday's or Monday morning's uh, defeat. They need to step it up. I, I think both Trent Williams and uh, Mike McGlinchey are going to be on form on Sunday night and they're going to be playing to a high level. So I just think it's primed for the 49ers offense to make a statement game. Definitely. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I'm glad. I'm glad I see the the confidence has risen back up a little bit um, after after Sunday night. That's good. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Monday morning wasn't wasn't a fun morning. <laughs> no, no, never no, is when we lose not. anyway. I mean, personally, yeah, yeah. I can't wait for Sunday's game just to wash away the stink from the Eagles game. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, thanks, fellas. It's uh, it's been a pleasure as always. Uh, hope you've enjoyed your time on the show, Kieran. Yeah, it's been brilliant. Thanks. Look forward to having you back on on Monday night, so we can review the Dolphins game and to find out how close we actually got with our predictions. 
that'll be good thanks once again to everyone that listens to the show we'll be back on Monday with the review show if you haven't already done so please rate us on iTunes and remember to subscribe to ensure you get the latest podcasts when they are released also check out our YouTube channel by searching for 49 Faithful UK until Monday Stay safe and go Niners. Go Niners. San Francisco 49ers deep in the heart Like Joe Montana in the corner deep heart Garrison Hurst, Stiff Farm going 99 Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline NDB, greatest owner of all time Groovy, Walgreens, Bill Belichick We're all students of Bill Walsh, don't ever forget